listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Well, welcome back to the Screeners Podcast, everyone. We're really excited to dive into this jam-packed episode. Before we do, I want to introduce ourselves because that's what we normally do at the top of the show. My name's Chris. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tyler. And we are back again to talk all things media. And like I said, we really do have a jam-packed episode. We're going to be reviewing Shazam, Pet Cemetery, maybe even talking a little bit about the DCEU. What does that E stand for? Entertainment? Extended. Extended or expanded? Ex- extended. Extended. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. I Everybody keeps saying that, and I, I just didn't know what that E stand for. So anyway, you're going to learn things tonight, just like I do. But before <laughs> we jump in, uh, I wanted to invite you all to join us on social media, our Twitter uh, we have a lot of great conversations there, and we'd love to hear from you. So if you follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast, we'd love to see you there. Also, our Facebook page is filled with news happenings all the time. It's really a great place to stay in touch with the things that we're interested in. And I have a feeling if you're listening to us, you'll be interested too. So please join us there. All right, guys, are you ready to jump into our dual reviews? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. Go, go, go! Famine! Get out the way! Billy Batson. I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Are you for real? Say okay! Shazam? All right, I'm excited to talk about Shazam. This is the newest DCEU film. (laughs) Uh, And the IMDb synopsis is as follows. We all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam. The streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into a grown-up superhero, Shazam. All right, guys, I... You know what? This this movie is a surprise because if you if you look at Shazam in the comics, he's not exactly somebody you think, oh, that character will translate well on the silver or on the on the big screen. Like that that that's the kind of character we want to see. He's a little old school, um, and I am surprised they did this. But um, I can't wait to hear what you guys thought of this film. It's it's getting pretty good praise. It's did mm. really well at the box office. Yeah. My goodness. Um, so all right, let's go ahead and jump in to. Shazam. Daniel, what did you think, man? Uh well, so I I've I've not read any of the comics. Did you have history with the comics, Chris? Just a little bit. You know, I grew up in the early 90s and that was when comic books were huge. Um so it, yeah, back in the day when people liked comic books. Well, I mean, it's kind of true, right? I mean, I know a lot of people who love comic book heroes the film adaptations, yeah. but I don't know a lot of people that are really enjoying the comics. Um, maybe there's not in my circle of influence, um, but in the early nineties, you know, that was the death of Superman. Mm. Yep. Uh, and you know, some really awesome uh, stuff happening with the Batman series. Um, oh, yeah. So for me, you know, like Nightfall, I don't know if you guys followed Nightfall or not. I have but them all I, on my shelf right there. Yeah. I, I loved all that stuff. So for me, that's what I grew up in. And so I knew, Shazam just 
but he was always on the periphery. He was on the outside edges. I didn't right, really. Right. And I don't think he ever had a comic. I think he was the just fun kind of part on the is that Shazam's first appearance was in a little old magazine called Captain Marvel. Right, right, right. and that's was... what his name was was Captain yeah. Marvel to begin yeah. with. Yes. And so actually, yeah, he just he kind of got swooped over into DC. I mean, I'm not sure when that happened. I haven't done my research into that, but it's very interesting that he started out that way and has released at the same time. I wonder how much of that was a conscious effort or if it's just, you know, uh, yeah, I don't think that was any seasons. conscious effort, but um, I, it is hilarious that, you know, he was Captain Marvel. And then I guess from my understanding of the story that uh, Marvel, there was kind of like a lawsuit there and he had to go through a bunch of different names and eventually they kind of settled on, on Shazam, but which they do really well, not to get into spoilers, they do really well in the film, yeah. right? Of all of these, he's trying to decide on his name the whole time, and yeah. I really like that. Yep. Yes. So as far as my thoughts on the film, there's no no better word to describe it than fun. I had so much fun with this movie. It's so entertaining. Uh, and it's truly the first DC Universe movie to, to really embrace funny, to be truly God, hilarious. Man, finally. Um, I thought it was so funny, and, and it really fe- it feels like a totally different universe than the other uh, films thus far, and I mean that in a great way. And so uh, Shazam just feels so fresh in, in that it's a type of superhero we've never seen. His powers aren't necessarily that different, but the, the whole switching from uh, a kid transforming into this adult superhero, I mean... That's that's so crazy. We've never seen anything like that, and they really embrace the different how how different that is, how unique it is, and how silly it is too. They really embrace that, and so uh, I I loved I really loved this movie as a whole. Now I do have problems. There are definitely problems with this movie, but I want to make I, and I want to talk about them. But I want to make it clear that I really did love this movie. So I'm nitpicking. Okay, I loved this movie. Mm. It's great. Here are my problems with it. Okay, it, it's too long. Uh, this movie is two hours and twelve minutes long. And for a film that's as fun as and silly as it is, it, it, it felt way too long. But at the so same, it's too, it's too much of a good thing, is what you're saying. Yes, and um, and again, like I said, loved it. Just nitpicking. It felt like they crammed too much story in there as well, um, even though it was too long. Um, like some of the best parts of the film, to me, they kind of got glossed over. They didn't spend enough time. Like. My favorite parts of the film were Shazam and Freddy, like, discovering the powers. Yes. Hilarious. That was so That could have been the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they tried to go a little bit too big too fast. I feel like a lot of the stuff they did should have been saved. We'll talk about some of the stuff that happens in the third act. I feel like a lot of that should have been saved for the next movie because it just went from a little bit of stuff happening to a lot of stuff happening. I feel like they, they went too far too fast. And so and it's all cool. Where do you go from here? Yeah. Like it's all the stuff that happens in the third act is really cool. Like it's not that it's, it's not that I didn't like what they did. It just felt like there was so much stuff jammed into this movie. Um, huh. that, uh, that, that had some problems, but overall loved the movie. Really enjoyed it. Zachary Levi is awesome. The kid who played Freddy is hilarious. And I was actually really worried about him because the trailer, some of his lines really annoyed me. Um, hmm. But but he was great in the movie. I thought he was awesome. Jack so, uh, Dylan Grazer. Is, yes. Is also from It. Name. So yeah, uh, I could keep talking about how fun the movie is. But that that's my opinion. Loved the movie. Yeah. Thought it was great. A lot of fun. There's a couple problems, but it's, it's fantastic. Fantastic film. All right. So high praise from Daniel yes. saying it's a lot of fun. All right, Tyler, what say you? I, I'm going to just add to that. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fun. I didn't have those problems. There's one, my problem, the one problem that I have with it is minuscule and it's not even a problem. It's 
not even a nitpick. It's just so minuscule. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, it's not really a spoiler, but just in case, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but I, I loved it. I thought it was, it was hilarious. Zachary Levi's um, whole, his whole deal in there, which I thought actually from the trailers would look way too um, forced or sticky a little, you know, but they, it really wasn't. It was, it was, it felt very natural. He had a really good rapport with, and I'm forgetting what's the, the kid's name, his Jack his, Dylan Grazer, Freddie, Jack Dylan Grazer, Freddie, they, Freddie, they had a great rapport throughout the whole film. Oh yeah. Um, even, even what I, I liked, I, I don't think other than I think they, they, the question of where do we go from here, sort of in the DC shared universe, that was my only question I had at the end, but not really a problem other than like, Oh wow. Where are they going to go with this? I loved even the fact that we have, you know, a supervillain and that's part of him discovering his powers and like, Oh, you're a supervillain and he doesn't take it seriously until he needs to. And, um, and just the themes of family and coming together and what does it mean to, uh, in a, in a, in a universe of superheroes, both DC and Marvel populated by orphans. Um, this is probably the, the best one to deal with. What does it actually mean? to have family um not with like peter parker and and coming to to terms with you know his uncle's death that's really important and good this was your family is is you know what you make of it and and it's not necessarily just blood and and the the kids surrounding him in the house uh in the the um uh foster home that he goes to are are just precious and funny all in their own so it was uh, it's an excellent film i really really loved it all right so high praise um so let me just jump in real quick and say that um, I don't think DC knows how to advertise their movies. Hmm. Um, you know, Suicide Squad was false advertisement. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think, you know, you see Batman and Superman, you assume certain thing. And I think those films were falsely advertised as well. We this assumed movie, they were going to be good is what we assumed. Right, exactly. Or, or I mean, I, I, there are enjoyable moments in, in those films. But for me, this movie um, was a huge amount of false advertisement um, because... So let's just say, let me, let me frame this for you. I, I sat down in this theater and there was a family beside me. Uh, you know, I don't know, probably I would say a nine-year-old, uh, like a 10-year-old, maybe a, a kid that was a little bit younger. Than this. So there's three kids, a mom and a dad. Uh, and they walked out of this movie. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Can I guess they, where? Can I guess when? You know exactly when. <laughs> yeah. and, I'll, and I'll say this movie is advertised as like a fun, funny romp. It's going to be interesting and maybe a little bit kind of tongue-in-cheek. No, this movie actually takes itself very seriously, but has a lot of fun doing it, and it gets really yeah. dark. Yes, um, this this movie is like a '90s like Gremlins or Goonies almost. Like it is. That's a it, good way of describing. It is. It. Yeah. it is not a kids movie, mm-hmm. yeah. even though kids probably would enjoy it. I think parents would be like, "Whoa, that's way too violent for my children." There are moments in yes. this movie that are scary terrifying um, that are yeah but let me just and say language this. too there's there's like there's, I, there's know, I know some very pointed like shocking language not not the f word it's still pg-13 but it's like 
wow, you guys are pushing some some edges there. Okay. Well, not only that, there, there's there's language. There's also um, uh, uh, teenagers slash however old Freddie is. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. They're middle schoolers anyway. Uh, drinking beer, uh, going to strip clubs. Yeah. Um, so I yep. mean, like there, it, it is. It does not shy to be fair, away. He doesn't like the beer, and he spits it out. I will say, spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> he does spit okay. it out. So. Good morals but, are, are are upheld until they go to the strip club. Okay, but all I'm saying is is that this is what I, my point here is is that the kids actually act like the kids. Um, they actually act like 13, 14, and 15-year-old boys. And that's actually a wonderful thing if you're a 30, you know, mid-30s guy enjoying this movie from <laughs> but if you're an, a parent and you're seeing some of these things, you might be like, "Whoa, we might need to have a conversation with our children." So let me say this way. Um, this movie is excellent. It is a Chris movie. I love every <laughs> moment of it. I think it is fantastic on every level. Uh, it is one of my favorite films, period. I wow. loved this movie. It is, wow. I laughed. I laughed. Um, the messaging in this movie is fantastic, but it does open uh, in a horrifying scene. Um, it, it, it is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and there are moments of very like existential crisis scenes that you would like and mess you up as a child. <laughs> but if you are a 14, 15 or 16 year old, or maybe even a little bit younger than that, this is the kind of thing you want to see. It is like a, uh, temple of doom kind of just movie. Gonna say Jones. You know what I mean? Amblin entertainment. Let's get back to the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, um, quote unquote, kid adventure films. And I love it for it. There are some amazing moments where they like uh, uh, call back to big. There's mm-hmm. this moment in yeah. a, like a mall. It's it's perfect callback. It is. It's fantastic. It's funny. It's fun. Um, I think the um, the acting is strong in this film. It knows what it is. Yeah. Um, once you get into the movie, the advertising, however, if you are a parent <laughs> listening to this, this is not to bring your under 10 year old child to, I mean, maybe, maybe your, maybe your kids are different, but you, there, there are some very terrifying, scary scenes, uh, peppered in and throughout this film that I just want to warn you about. Um, but you know, there was the scene, there's a scene in a, in an office that yes. genuinely yes. shocked me. Uh, yeah, me too. It was terrifying. Yep. I, I, I thought, am I still in a PG-13 <laughs> movie right now? Did yeah. they? I mean, there's nothing in this movie that's worse than Jurassic Park. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, there's no there's blood. There's no blood. Yeah. yeah, there's no blood. It's but it, it's, it's genuinely terrifying. There are, there are innocent people. Many deaths <laughs> that yeah. are are killed in terrible ways. Yeah. Um. And uh, so anyway. I, that's I, I've gone on far too long, but I will just say um, I was genuinely surprised at the seriousness of this film, how it took itself very seriously, but it was willing to have a blast throughout. Um, it is dark, um, but it is not like Batman versus Superman or Justice League dark. Mm-hmm. It's dark no, in it's a good. different way. It's, it's, it's like exactly movie. it's a callback to the 80s, 90s. Amblin type of of adventure films, uh, and if you're down for that, you're going to enjoy this movie. Can, can we pause real quick and talk about? Please, uh, Chad Guyton was not able to be here for this episode. Yes, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he enjoyed Shazam from from what I gather. But I, yeah, I think so. Let's. Uh, he is going to hate this episode because <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, the three of Why? us are just raving. Chris called Shazam one of his favorite films of all time. 
Uh, Chad, no, 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 I didn't say that. I yes, said one did. of my you favorite did. films. Said, I said one of my, one of my favorite films. Hang up. Period. One of my favorite films. Period. Yeah. I didn't say. Yeah. All... What's the difference? Okay, period. But... I'll stop. <laughs> favorite oh. films. Period. Well, no, no. Just it's you know it's 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 it's, it's an enjoyable film. It's yeah. an enjoyable film. So yeah. No, I, anyway, I, I would say it's on my crap. top ten. But come on, he was sure. I, look, <laughs> I'm hyperbolic, ladies and gentlemen. When I see a Get movie that I like. I like to say it's the best movie of all time. <laughs> Transformers is amazing. What? He says with the tempered, logical eye of a film critic. Don't at me. I am not a film critic. I have never said I was a film critic. You two purport to be film critics, and that's fine. I am a film watcher and enjoyer, so I get to say whatever the heck I want. You might call yourself a lover of loving things. Uh, I'm a lover of lover things, and this is something I love. It's been a little while, guys. It's been a hot minute, as the kids say. Since I have enjoyed something to the level of of this film, the last several times I've been on the podcast, I've not been like super like this is the, the last time you were on our podcast, uh, two podcast episodes ago on the next I know. podcast. Listen, I know. everybody, uh, I Chris, know. It, Chris and I argued for an hour. <laughs> we did, we did, we did not like. We, we okay. needed our third. So, so let's bring it back down, please. So let me let me kind of talk a little bit more about the stuff that I wasn't a fan of. And again, like I said, nitpicking, love the movie. It's great. I, I really felt like they just glossed. Hang on, hang on. Are, are you doing this for Chad? Are you just no, bringing no. this down? So <laughs> no, just I'm for not. Chad? I'm okay, not. Go ahead, like I already said, my favorite parts were where they were discovering the super, like that could be its own movie. Yeah. Um, and that's right. fine. Like, I'm not going to get a, mad at the movie for what, you know, I wanted it to be. I get that. But sure. um, like, like when it goes from uh, Billy as Shazam, like putting the sign in the window and like revealing himself to Freddy. There's like no confusion. No, it's just all of a sudden Freddy's just in like, okay, we're, I'm going to meet him outside. Okay, cool. We're in superhero. Like there was no figuring this out. Do I there's believe a really bit of proving it? There's, there's really a, yeah. like two seconds. No, and no, then no, 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 no. It goes straight from no, no, that. No. Within Guys. within two minutes, it goes straight from that to them testing out the superhero powers. Like right, yeah. bam, bam, bam. It was Guys. way too fast. Hang on a second. So you're saying this is too fast, but your main complaint was this movie was too long? No, this is my main complaint. <laughs> Side complaint was that it's too long. It, it's both things. It's too long, and they crammed. You need to too spend more in. time on this. No, but th- that's what I, that's what plot. I mean. They crammed too much into the story, which bloated it. Whereas they should have trimmed and focused in on on some of these smaller elements. I I really did love so much about the movie. I think Zachary Levi is the the best part of this movie. I think Zachary Levi is freaking hilarious. I've not really, you know, I, I never really watched Chuck, um, so I've only seen bits and pieces of Zachary Levi. He is hilarious here. Great, great casting. Thought he was awesome. Yeah, he plays uh, one of Thor's sidekicks, yeah. right? Sin- Sindel, or it took forever for me to figure that out. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, and he's—I mean, he's, he's like wasted. nobody. Yeah, yeah, wasted in that. Yeah, and here he is absolutely on the top of his game, no doubt. He yeah. is—he's a shining star here. And also, what I do want to say too is—is is that um, Tom Hanks uh, did a great job in Big, um, but I think Zachary um, Levi does a better job of selling that he's actually a kid. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. He, I agree. he feels like he's Billy. Like inside, then what a great magic trick that is because it, that would be hard to pull off, right? Because they don't really look identical. They're not no. supposed to look identical. You know what I mean? So it's just this weird, like the character feels consistent is what I, I would say. I, I disagree. I, I think, oh, okay. I think, I think um, as Shazam, I think Zachary Levi, Levi does an awesome job of feeling like a kid. Like he really feels young and silly and goofy just like a kid would be i don't think he feels like billy i think billy 
as a character was really like sullen and quiet and didn't really want to do anything and he's just kind of boring uh, and then shazam is like funny and goofy and wild and silly and it like they felt totally like different characters um uh, well, here here's what i'll say is is that i i agree on a certain level but i think and this is again this is nitpicky yeah, yeah. but I, I felt like Sure, that might be true, but you would change your personality just a bit if you were like an unstoppable superhero. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like you suddenly would become more confident. You would be willing to say silly things and do stuff. But you'd probably I agree. Feel that, you'd probably feel that as Billy too, you know? Like when he turned back into a he would probably still be like, what are you going to do? Even as a kid, I'm still unstoppable. I that, and I don't feel I think like that does happen. Mm, okay. I, I never felt happen. that. I never felt that, but I still, you know, again, okay. we're nitpicking. Uh, I sure. still, it's still great. Should we jump into spoilers? So we, we can take off these handcuffs and actually yes, have, I really want to talk about the third act for sure. All right. So let's do our screeners rating system. So should we see this in the film in the film? Should we see this in the theater? Cause it is a film. Uh, should we, uh, wait to stream it, rent it, or just skip it all together. Tyler, what say you? You got to see it in the theater. I mean, this is a, a big, yep. you know, splashy superhero film. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, our, our, I was going to say it's our first one of the year, but it's one of the first ones of the year that we're going to get. Um, you got to see it in the theater. I don't even, it's no question. Even though it's a DC film, like, don't let that stop you. This is really good. It doesn't feel like a DC film it that you not. are it's familiar good. with. This, right. this feels completely different. All right, Daniel? you agreed it's a it's theater worthy it's uh it's fantastic it's fun it's funny um i I don't think it'll lose anything when you when you watch it at home which is the good thing like it's not one of those where you need to see the spectacle of it um so i think that's a that's a compliment but um it's absolutely theater worthy yeah and you know it's compared to a giant sea battle with millions of sea creatures you know like that kind of big epicness um, I think this is just as important to see in a theater because it is, although it is quiet and small, um, you know, the ending of this movie is not a big bombastic, you know, into the world right. type deal, yeah, yeah. Um, which I really, in, I really love. There is still some, I saw this in IMAX on the biggest screen mm-hmm. I possibly could. Nice. And I think it definitely uh, helps. Uh, I think there, there's some really great sound design here. Uh, great visuals. Um, it, it's a good movie to see in the theater. Um, and it's a great time, uh, especially if you get with a, you know, a good group of people in the theater with you. So, I cannot say enough about this movie, but what we should do right now is jump into spoilers. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? In that dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up. Okay, Daniel, where else? Where are your other nitpicks? Where do we want to jump <laughs> I've here? Got other nitpicks. Uh, so it's so it's so I'm so conflicted because on one hand, you know, at the end of the movie, I don't, is there a name for the for all the different superheroes that appeared? Um, like all, all his foster family uh turns into superheroes as well that the power of shazam is able to flow through them or whatever and they yeah. all become superheroes which was awesome and a great twist that i did and that's that's straight coming, out of the comics which is that. so cool so i really love that so it's not that i dislike that happening i just felt like it, they were cramming so much into this movie that that was just another thing like whereas that would have been a cool oh, man thing but it was the in, point 
It was it's cool. the point of the movie. No, no, no. Yeah. It's the point of the movie, though. It's the literal message they're trying to say is that family, your family yeah. is your superpower. I guess exactly. that, that I is get that. the of course they're beating you over the head they're beating you over the head with it but what i'm saying is is that is the point and it is beautiful and wonderful yeah it was i i can't oh it was great it was it was really great and i love the surprise at um adam brody yeah adam brody as freddie expect him perfect casting too that was excellent casting it it was uh and so that was an awesome surprise i love that yeah i just felt that they uh it was it was there was already a lot going on in this movie, and then that kind of added another thing where. I, but that I was just, a great twist, though. It man. was they a great set twist. That up. They set it up so well, and the entire time you're thinking like, "Oh no, it's going to go to the bad guy. Here we go. What is he going to do?" And then he does it to family, and you're like, "Oh man, he just created his own like Justice League, like <laughs> yep. instantly." You know what I mean? It was it, cool. And they're all super. It's just, it's incredible. It really, I, it was great. It was absolutely great. And also, it was along. It was. It happened in the midst of this climactic battle that was kind of mediocre as far as climactic battles go. Like it was pretty messy. Even though, it, but I it thought was, that made it better. I thought that that actually it did make it better. It. But what I mean is, there was like I, I just keep saying, there was just so much going on. It was kind of messy, and then they added this really big element, which was a very cool element to add. But there was just so much happening that the, the third act was just so busy. Interesting. Um, so it just I just felt like they did a great job of setting up all those those moments, though, because you knew how bad these seven deadly sins were because yeah. you've seen them act. You know what I mean? Like, and so when they show up at the carnival at the end, there's some genuine like they're gonna mess some stuff up. Mm-hmm. Like right? this is not gonna be good for anyone involved. How are we possibly gonna do this? And I agree. Like the whole idea. That you know, getting all of the creatures out of his eye makes him invulnerable and all that. Whatever, stuff. I, that that worked. It, it felt fun. a little bit like it. a like, yeah, it was. It was great, but it, 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 it was. But at least, at least you knew where the weakness was. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like you, they knew where to shoot. You know, you know, you, when you're playing a video game, you know to shoot the thing that writes, lights right. up red. Right, you know right, what I mean. Yeah. So you know what they're going for. I liked all this movie. Felt super clear to me and enjoyable it didn't feel muddied you walk out of batman versus superman or even the justice league you're like wait why did they have to yeah, do that right. why did they have to do that i felt like this movie was tight like they, they they a to b it was really really good even our comparison to to uh, to the dc universe movies uh, uh suicide squad right which has this crazy talk about a messy you know final act these crazy army of whatever there's they a were, lot of stuff that's messy with, about suicide with, squad yeah with Jake, and this is why Chad also uh, hates me, but that's fine. Um, with this gigantic blue light shooting down from the sky, this movie didn't have that. You know, even the last stinking Harry Potter movie had gigantic blue light shooting down from the I'm sky sorry. for no this reason. This movie had like, like probably like twenty blue lights coming. Down no, no, from but the sky. I mean that every one time big... he says Shazam, Shazam. Yes, but that Boom, was great. There was a reason for it, and it was awesome. Know. You know, I'm, I'm, but not... I'm just, I'm just messing with oh, it. I, so I love that. I love that it was it. I actually thought it was so much more clear than uh, than many of the, the climactic battles. I mean, th- frankly, despite the fact that Joss Whedon does a great job at the end of Avengers, like Avengers is a messy end battle. He does a good job of trying to orient us throughout that whole thing, but we've got freaking space whales coming out of the sky and blowing through buildings and all this stuff. This is contained in a carnival. Now they do they do go and float into the middle of the of the city in one of the funniest scenes really I've. I've seen where because it's a direct callback to Superman two with Zod and Superman 
speaking to each other as though they are standing next to each other while they're like city blocks away up in the sky. And Zach, and and uh, Shazam, do we we never landed on a name for him, right? Shazam? In this one, he just call him Shazam, but then he gets his power. He can't even say his name. Captain anyway, Thunder. And then he just. So <laughs> good. So good. <laughs> that was the best joke in the whole movie. It was so good. And this oh. movie is populated by that. It's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, just that's think. what that's the thing. I I think the comedy is so on point in this movie. I think that the director had a great grasp on what was funny and did that really really well. Uh, where some of the big action set pieces, well, mainly the end felt not quite as strong as the funny parts and that's okay it's still good it's still very enjoyable um but the humor is far outweighs the action yeah fact, I just... I, it felt like guardians of the galaxy to me the way i've been describing it today when i've talked about it is the, the the humor is so on point it felt like guardians of the galaxy but without imitating it either it felt so good a different type of humor. yeah no this is and again this is what i've been saying for so long about dc films is i wish they would just let directors do their own thing and make something fresh and you said you don't know how it fits into the greater dc universe i really wished it didn't have to i I don't Um, feel like it does i don't feel like it's worried about it that's what what i'm saying and i don't think the joker films didn't fit for a while you know yeah the joker film is going to be coming out is probably has very little to do with not even officially dceu I think I they haven't said any of it. I, I, all I'm saying is, is that who cares at this right. point? Yeah. If you make good movies, it shouldn't really matter. And if you go back and have to retcon or whatever, all that stuff is silly. Why even do that? Why not just make a great movie? Let Shazam be its own comic series. It can call in who, whatever characters they want. They can have Batman in the background and Superman come into lunch and all that kind of stuff. It can be fun. I hated that. Mm, oh, I thought it was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was With funny. the Superman theme I, I playing the in the background. Are you kidding me? No, it was no, no, great. No. I liked the moment. Don't get me wrong. I liked the moment. It was it. Why was it not Henry Cavill? That was stupid. I think that was dumb. You don't that think was, it was? It definitely was. No, that was not. It was. Yeah. There was and maybe these. Maybe those were Henry Cavill's pecs. No, he, they, he, he wasn't able to be. He he uh, he was gonna cameo. He probably had a mustache. Wasn't able to. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. Okay. I uh, I think it was. Um, I think that exactly like you said, this movie is not concerned about the DCU. I think the DCEU is more or less done. Like, I think they're just going to kind of have these standalone movies that have just pointed references here or there to know it's connected wink, wink. But I think trying they're trying the days of trying to be Marvel uh, are over. Marvel did something that nobody has been able to replicate at all. And it's going to be hard for anybody to. Everybody's tried to have these franchises with interconnected movies, and none of them, zero, have worked. And um, and so I think I think we're going to see a lot more of these just standalone pieces that you know, which are far better so far. Well, it always has been that way. You give Nolan the bat. I mean, imagine saying to Nolan, "No, no, no, you need to fit Superman in here somewhere." Like. We it don't get work. the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, well, why? Why even do that? Why? Why handcuff people that way? Why not let people make d- directors make a great movie, a great film? Look, I had more fun in this, and I'd rather see more Shazam movies just like this than a billion Avengers movies. I think Marvel is getting way too much credit for like interconnecting and all this. Kind of, fine, that's great, but if if you're not making like hugely like enjoyable films that I don't think have great messaging, this movie has great messaging, is enjoyable, it calls back, it has a purpose, it has a beginning, a middle and an end, and I and it open-ended to like okay, well what's the next chapter sure, but this 
actually finishes the story and i i had a blast in and throughout i i really have very little negative to say other than what i said at the top of the of the show here which was it needs to be a little bit more in its advertising ad uh, uh telling people oh no it's fun but it's also going to be a little bit scary too yeah, it, yeah. it has an edge to it yep agreed Sounds like we all uh, we're all pretty I mean, much on the same I mean, page. looking looking for a layer. I mean, come on, guys. That's funny. Like that was really that, funny. that that real estate sequence when there's like we're looking for a layer, like overlooking like a waterfall and maybe rock. And it's just like <laughs> they're just kids. They're fourteen year old kids. What did I do when I was that age? I did the exact same thing. I wanted to make a comic book, and like it's just you don't have no idea. You're detached from reality in a certain way that is so beautifully like presented here. So I had a blast. I think. Uh, Freddy's shirts were really annoying. I think that uh, they're all Aquaman. Well, it's just logos. Like it wasn't even like a real shirt. It was just like Aquaman logo, Wonder Woman logo, Superman logo. It's like really, that's the best costume design we can do. Like he's just wearing logos. Like and they look like they were like straight Walmart. Yeah. Uh, screen printed, not even screen printed, but like the 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 plastic. I mean, I hate to say this, but they look like my drawer. Like I, I don't understand why you had a problem with that. <laughs> I. I had it. I didn't yeah. like the quality. Uh, like hold the on, let's pause. I'm wearing Batman right yeah, now. Yeah, Tyler, I just realized as I was saying that, is wearing yeah. a Batman shirt with that's just the logo. My bad. I was wrong. I have no, I, no, no, I have no problem with it. I thought, honestly, I just thought they looked like bad shirts. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I thought did. the same thing. I think they looked like bad quality. If they were funny, if they were making some. That's the thing. Like, no, a kid. But a he's kid, a foster kid. A no, kid would be no. wearing is, a goofy okay, if we're shirt. Go with the foster kid route. Like, all of this stuff. Like, he, ex- they, he a, explains. His character is a, a nut for superheroes. He explains yeah. this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he would be wearing, I, like, a shirt with, like, a funny joke about Superman or yeah. something like he's that. He's a foster kid. He gets what he, he gets, man. He gets, like, secondhand clothing from good he doesn't, no, he doesn't he, he, he doesn't go plus there's a, the other kid has a has a gaming computer with bose headphones like th- that's that part is not <laughs> what i'm concerned about here <laughs> the anyway it's not what i'm concerned about all right we talked we've nitpicked and talked about this enough we're all on the same page this movie's great one small nitpick can i can i mention it or yes. one small nitpick and then just a random observation uh i don't like christmas movies that are not set at christmas or like they're sorry that do not are not released at christmas um, not that you can't watch him. And this wasn't like super Christmassy, but they eh. kept referencing that this is the season of Christmas. And I was like, no, it is April guys. Um, I, eh. I know it's dumb, but I don't <laughs> I'm not, like it. I, I'm not even going to respond to that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I hate it. Uh... it bothers me. All right. So don't, don't ever watch this again outside of Christmas season. Then then it's problem solved. No, it's, it's just, no, but now I, now it's there. Yeah, and you it's, know, it's all, uh... you just know that it was released yeah, in April. No, this will be my me. new, like diehard, right? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Shazam. Oh, uh, and I watched Die Hard at Christmas, and that's when you watch it. Um, the tiger, I like the little, the little uh, when he when he goes into the what is it, the game stand. The you know he, he it's it's a little bit of a bookend from the beginning of the movie where you know he's he's hoping that his mom will get him the tiger, and then he picks up the tiger, gives it to the little girl, and says like keep this with you and and hug it. Um, well, I really liked the bookend, the emotional bookend of that, but it also ties into the comics. He has a tiger from time to time in the comics. Like this big is like his now name is that like, I want to see. And then the the thing that's leading up to with the uh, our post credit scene, uh, our, our mid credit scene, was uh, Mister Mind, this kind of brainiac thing, and that's going to lead up to. I did not know this. Maybe I just had not done my research, but I did not know this is leading up to a Black Adam movie starring mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson. Did you guys notice that they showed Black Adam in this movie? No, no. As been with Vin Diesel, like remember when the, the Wizard, f- The Rock, 
What did I say? You said Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Two different oh, I'm guys. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson. I'm so sorry. What did I say Vin Diesel? Well, that was really come out of nowhere. Those two no, would not like that either. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, they're all they're all in the Fast and Furious franchise. They just kind of, you know, they're interchangeable. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, no, no. When the wizard shows him the story of um, the um, the history of the wizards, um, and there's like this like 3D like projection. Mm-hmm. They show Black Adam. He's the one who kills all the wizards, and it is oh, the, I, the, yeah. the vestige wow. of of uh, good old The Rock. I, didn't realize uh, I, I noticed, but I don't think I realized that it was The Rock, and so it just didn't click with me. Was, I didn't... He's telling the story of Black Adam, and it yeah. absolutely looks like The Rock pulling up and then coming down and smashing into... It's just really quick, but it's great for continuity because, yeah. yes. you know, obviously they've already cast him as... It's black Adam. And he's and a I, producer on this film. Yeah, so so they had apparently, so so The Rock says, they basically asked him which character he wanted to play. Uh, they gave yes. him the option of Shazam or Black Adam, and he eventually chose Black Adam, which I think that was a good decision because Zachary Levi is like so perfect in this role in a way that I just can't imagine The Rock. I just can't imagine him in the role. Oh, so, I disagree. I think The Rock would have been great. Sure, The Rock would have been great here, but I think But they sort Zach, of did that in Jumanji. Yeah, it's kind of the it's same sort of the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. I can imagine a minute, but I think Zachary Quint I uh, Zachary Quinto. <laughs> Zachary Levi, I can't imagine in this role, but he pulls it off ingeniously, which is why it's so amazing. Because that's great casting, right? Where you like they cast who to be a muscle bound superhero? He's like a scrawny nerd guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it works here and it works really well. So that's great. Anyway. All right. Well, I think uh, that's pretty much wrapping up our discussion of Shazam. But now, just for fun, should we have a brief discussion about where the DCEU lands for us in total, guys? Should we yes. chat about this real quick? Think? Sure. All right. So DC has a very interesting universe that they've created here it is lauded it is praised by a few um those people didn't see the movies so and it is yeah definitely loathed by many so let's just chat about where we think our favorite um what our favorite films are of of the series you guys want to i don't know how we want to do this i don't think we need to do like a top list or whatever but like why don't you just share with us daniel Let's start with you, okay? Give us like there's only seven films mm-hmm. in the in, in this, right? So tell us in what order do these these films fall for you? Sure. So far, so uh, I'll start from worst to best, or I'll go from That's worst a great to best. Place. So um, I think as a whole, the DC universe, and, and for clarity, we're talking about since Man of Steel. So when when Man of Steel dropped, and they were trying to do the Marvel thing and have this shared universe of films, since then. Uh, so they've had seven movies. And so uh, for me, it starts at the bottom with Suicide Squad, um, a film that honestly has so much potential. And there's so many interesting ideas that could have worked really well and been really different. Um, and then the film around those interesting ideas is just terrible. It's just really, really bad. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually with you. That's my number seven as well. Yeah. I think again, like that was the biggest false advertising because yes. I was pumped for that movie. Yeah. It looked great. I think James Gunn is 
perfect for uh, uh, to to kind of reboot that idea because it's yeah. it's Guardians. I mean, it's the Guardians of yeah. the DC universe, and so that's, that's great. So that's my number seven. Uh, following that is Batman versus Superman at six. Again, a movie with some interesting concepts. That is Hang on, so- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You just said that, but it just blew my mind for a second. Are you, is he still doing that now that he's back on yes, Guardians he's of the doing Galaxy? Both. Oh yeah, yeah. James Gunn. So is he's directing. doing both. Yeah, he's doing Guardians three. Uh, and Suicide Squad, and I believe Suicide Squad is first. It's I, I think they're calling it the Suicide Squad, which yeah, which is a come on, I think a dumb dumb title. But uh, so the Suicide Squad, and then Guardians three. So uh, it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just my mind exploded because I remember the internet being so excited about because it was a big middle three. finger to to Marvel for him by him and DC to get that, and then Marvel begged him back. Yeah, and basically it's a bigger this is we're not talking going into this whole discussion right now, but it's an even bigger middle finger to the trolls who who got James Gunn removed that not only is he not removed from Guardians 3, he also got a DC movie out of this whole situation. So, you know, that kind of worked out for the best, I suppose. All right, back to our list. So, uh number 6 is Batman versus Superman, a film that like Suicide Squad has some interesting ideas, interesting concepts the first time on film that we've seen these two heroes battling each other. And so there's some cool stuff. Batman is really cool. But again, the film around it is just so dour and dark and bland and bleh. And so it just doesn't work for me. So that's my number six. Well, I'll stop you there because I'm in agreement there. There's no reason to re-repeat your stuff. So my seven, Suicide Squad, six, Batman versus Superman, for pretty much the same reasons that you said. Now, I think I enjoyed Batman versus Superman. Again, like this is an interesting thing. These are my kind of movies, guys. Um, So when I say this is sixth, it doesn't mean I think this movie's bad. Um, I, I actually quite enjoyed Batman. I know you do. But <laughs> I, what I'm saying is is that we can actually we can have him in the same positioning, yeah, yeah. but I, ha- I have a higher um, respect for the film because I actually quite enjoyed Batman versus Superman on a, on a myriad of different levels. Um, so I didn't think it was garbage. Um, so anyway. I, I don't think it's quite, I, I don't think I would use the word garbage. I just feel like it's just so the tone is off and uh, they don't fulfill a lot of these interesting concepts. So, so that's my number six. And then number five for me is man of steel, which is a film I haven't really rewatched in a long time. I just rewatched it. So I haven't watched ago. that in a long time to be, to be very fair. So, um, so these, these rankings are kind of old, I know that that's controversially low there. Um, it just, I, I, I really, really dislike the third act of that film so, so much. I hate it that, uh, that that's where it is. Agreed. So You hate it? It's uh, hate. Uh, freaking genocide uh, taking place uh, in, in the third act oh of Man of Steel. Oh my gosh, there's, oh my, it's we're, so in it, we're in a comic book movie, the this fact, happens. The fact so that so he stupid. murders first, somebody when Superman doesn't do that. So stupid. But that's not true, Superman murders people. I don't Listen, care about that. Hey, 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 the bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. Um, Man of Steel. I'll just be. Um, is my number one movie oh. in this entire in this entire oh. deal. And and here's the reason. Here's the reason why. There's several reasons why. But because you got to admit the the first twenty minutes of this movie on Krypton are incredible. I hated that too. It's pretty good. I I I, I I'm with Chris on that one. What are you What are you hated talking it. about? Really? Hated. Okay. Well, anyway, I. Here's the deal. Like we all this have is a, geek a card particular movie. this we we need to talk about this. Thing. We all have a particular vision of who Superman is. Donner's Superman is pretty much what is in most people's mind when you say the word Superman. Um and so to move people out of that 
idea of who Superman is. I think Zack Snyder actually did a very good job of of creating a brand new world that looked different than the one in the Donner movies. Now you may not like that. That's fine. But I still think this is a really good fleshed out, amazing universe that, that Zack Snyder was trying to craft. And I, you know, I, I just think that it unfortunately got away from him. So anyway, I, this is my number one, uh, as man of steel. Fair enough. Um, so, so, so keep, um, keep going. Just like you were kind of clarifying that Batman versus Superman at number six doesn't mean you dislike the film. You like it a decent amount. That is how I feel about man of steel. I like the majority okay. right. of man of steel. I just really hate the, the, the third act of the movie quite a lot. So that's why it ranks there. So number four, a film that I have not rewatched since theaters. So again, these these uh, ratings may may fluctuate. Uh, and that's Justice League. Um, Same. Uh, yeah. I just think they did a good job, a, a decent job. I won't, you know, I'm not going to praise the movie too much because I think it's a very messy movie. Uh, but they did a decent job of being pretty light uh, coming out of these really dark movies with man of steel and Batman for Superman and suicide squad. They came out with a kind of light film with some decent characters. I really loved, you know, Aquaman and flash and uh, some of these other characters were really good. And so it turned out better than expected uh, for, for Justice League. So that's my number four. Number three is Aquaman, uh, which was a good amount of fun. Really enjoyed it. Um, not like amazing by any means, but it was, it was a really solid film. Um, so that's my number three. Number two, I actually really struggle with my number one and number two. Um, I think I'm not going to argue if somebody says they're, they should be flipped. But uh, I have Shazam at number two and then Wonder Woman at number one. Loved both of those movies. I think those are very, very easily the best two Marvel movies. I mean, uh, DC movies. Shazam is obviously a lot more fun, a lot more funny. But Wonder Woman feels a little bit more complete as a film. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not trying to insult Shazam because I love them both. But uh, that's my ranking. There you go. All right, Tyler. So tell us where Daniel went wrong. Well, I'll say Daniel and I agree exactly on one through four. Uh, it's we're, we're spot on there. I, and I would say the same thing for Justice League. I my only criticism and actually it almost makes me want to drop Justice League a, a bit but but to be fair I, I want to actually rewatch all of the DCU I've been making my way through it um I haven't rewatched Justice League since the theater I don't remember a single moment of it I remember nothing about it other than I walked out and thought hey that was not as bad as I thought it would be um I, I but I don't remember anything else about it so there's there that's actually probably a negative I should probably drop it down a sec but so my bottom three um, so four through four through one are, are their bottom three, uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of justice is my dead last by miles and miles. It is the only, it is the only movie in the theater that I have out loud gone. Are you kidding me? Because I couldn't stand it. Like I literally, I, I hate people that do that. I couldn't, I couldn't stop that when, with, with the Martha moment, mm, yes. um, it was the stupidest moment in any movie in all of history, um, I think, truly. Um, I, I liked lots of moments in it, but it's to Zack Snyder. Daniel said, you know, the Man of Steel, uh, or Chris said, uh, Man of Steel got away from Zack Snyder a bit. I will say, if Man of Steel started the things getting away from Zack Snyder, like Batman versus Superman was nowhere in his grasp when he was when he was making it. It, it's, it is so Zack Snyder um, in, in the worst way. Like he, he is a visually compelling director, but I think has no idea how to tell a story in any way. Um, but, uh, uh, and the best part of the movie was neither of the two main characters. It was Wonder Woman. Um, by far the best part of the movie was her man of steel. Um, 
I I would probably struggle. I would say they're almost equally um, in my level of loathing, but I do like lots, many more moments of Man of Steel. I like, I, I think, I think uh, um, the aesthetic of the film, seeing the fighting, actually the, the fighting between Superman is is something that hasn't been able to be done and I think they do it even better than than some of the Marvel movies where we get the, the you know the super speed and the and the super punches and things like that that are really good in the small town I guess it is actually in Smallville where they fight um it's they do a really good job of it there um but yeah the third act when when the stupid um gravity generator things create snakes that fly around to follow Superman that is Zack Snyder all all day long that is Zack Snyder um, it did the same thing in Stupid Watchmen, where we have you know a big naked blue guy the entire time, and I, I can't even handle it. Suicide Squad, uh, I I actually did enjoy a lot of it. I have it just ranked a slightly slightly above Man of, Man of Steel, but the fact that I can remember it, having seen it only once, should probably bump it above Justice League. But it's uh, it's got a lot of good moments that are not served well by the overall story. It's got a crazy final act that doesn't make any sense. A terrible villain with no motivation in... Is it just the witch? Is that her name? I forget. Whatever. Um, Who cares? Yeah, so by Carolee Delevingne. Um, yeah, but but the rest of it, uh, Justice League through Wonder Woman, I really enjoyed. I had a blast in Aquaman. Um, I thought that was a, a fun movie. We saw that back to back. Daniel mm-hmm. and I did with with Mary Poppins. <laughs> like it's That's the true. weirdest back to back movies I've ever seen. And uh, and Julie Andrews made it into Aquaman, but not Mary Poppins. And yeah, I, I don't think anything else needs to be said about Shazam and Wonder Woman. They're just they're both great movies. Chris, what about you? So I'm gonna put mine into um, like. Uh, categories so like a b c and f um so i would categorize man of steel shazam and wonder woman as a's um i think they're they're really doing some amazing things uh aquaman is a b for me justice league and batman versus superman are right on the b minus uh to c i would say for me they're they're right there in that category and then suicide squad is just as a failure on almost every single level which is unfortunate because i think they had a lot of promise and opportunity there that was squandered through production problems and issues with writing and directing and all that kind of stuff which is just sad it's unfortunate because that could have been like we said before something really unique and interesting and wound up just being a mess unfortunately and i don't think it's through the faults of the actors the director it feels like it's like the 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 studio kind of meddling and getting their dc tendrils i deserve that i think all right i think i think it feels like director problems it feels um like he was trying to do two different things within the same movie uh i think the character work is is really interesting and then it's merged with this just garbage story and so it just really didn't didn't mesh all right so so i have no idea because i don't know the director and i don't know any of the story but what i'm saying my 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 feeling is when i watch that movie is that they're trying to as you were saying before as in shazam they're just trying to cram too much in and perhaps maybe the director just couldn't say no or maybe he just didn't know how to like deal with all of that and it just ended up being a mess either way i've said too much about suicide squad and not enough about the other films but i'm not going to because they've already been praised upon but i think that's where we're at right now i look these characters are my favorite characters um dc i am a dc guy marvel i could just i they're fine they're okay but i've never been into marvel comics i grew up on dc i love these characters 
I love the stories that they can tell. They are much more like gods. Um, and what's, what, what, what makes these stories interesting is when we see how they interact with mere mortals and how they treat and learn about who we are and what we are. Uh, and then thus the audience gets to learn about that as well. It's, it's what I love about science fiction. It's what I like about all these. You can tell great stories, um, have great points. And I think Shazam does a great job with that with family. Um, and uh, I, I just, I hope they start to do even better and understand what they have so that they can create some of these characters to have better impact on, on what they say about us as just mere mortals. So anyway, those are rankings. All right, guys. Well, I am out. I did not see the next film you're going to talk about, so I'm going to peace out. But I enjoyed having this conversation with you guys. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys in the next one. It was a myth. Kids used to dare each other to go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. it. Those woods belong to something else. The ground is bad. The IMDB description of Pet Cemetery is as follows. Dr. Lewis Creed and his wife Rachel relocate from Boston to rural Maine with their two young children. The couple soon discover a mysterious burial ground hidden deep in the woods near their new home. This is directed by Kevin Kolsch. Dennis Widmer is, of course, an adaptation of Stephen King's famous novel. Got a film in 1989, 30 years ago, uh, also adapting the same novel. This stars Jason Clark, Amy Simmons, and John Lithgow as well as a couple of great children actors. All right. So, uh, Pet Cemetery, Tyler, what is your relationship with the source material, both the film and the, of course, the book first? Um, and then tell us what you thought of Pet Cemetery. Well, I never saw the original film. Uh, it's actually always been on my list. Not always, but it's been on my list to see for a while. I've never seen it. Now I really want to see it. Um, but I actually just read the book over this over this last summer. I love Stephen King. He is one of my favorite authors, um, and that's for the good and the bad. He has some truly terrible books and then some really powerful ones. And actually, this is, I think, one of his most powerful novels. Um, it's one that was almost never published. He he hesitated to publish it, and, and that's sort of apocryphal. I wonder, you know, for the drama, the drama of it, that the horror novelists, you know, thought this was too dark to publish. Um, but he's he has maintained that for a long time. That this is one that he, it it actually so disturbed him, you know, once it was on the page that that he kind of hesitated to to do it, because um, it deals with some really significant issues of death of of um, how do we talk to our kids about that? What is the afterlife? I mean, it is it's filled with some some dark dark moments involving children, involving um, parents and children. And, and uh, but, but overall, I think it's a, it's a phenomenal book. It's really excellent. Um, and the movie, I, I actually really think it did it justice. There's a lot of criticism around it. I know that you, I, I, I think that you didn't love it as much as I did. Um, but, uh, and I, and I definitely wouldn't say I unreservedly love it, but I think it's a, it's a really well-made um adaptation of a of a really solid book with one major twist that we'll talk about later on but um i think i think the questions that it asks and the topics that it bring up are really um are really worth wrestling with 
So uh, I have never seen the original film and I've never read the book. Uh, so I have no frame of reference for the story. Of course, though, culturally, I feel like yeah. we know the it's basic premise around. without seeing yeah. it. So we know what the story is about. We know what happens when you bury something in the, in the, in the burial ground, right? We know this. So let me start with a positive because it'll be brief. Uh, Jason Clark is a solid lead. I think he's a great actor, so he can elevate even crappy movies that he's in. Uh, and John Lithgow is, is pretty solid, too. Um, I also appreciated the brevity of the film. It de- definitely doesn't feel long. It's really pretty quick. And other than that, uh, I did not enjoy much about this movie at all. I think uh, this film is so utterly generic. It relies so heavily on jump scares that are just so cheap. The whole movie feels so cheap in that um, it, it doesn't actually let the story, the plot, the characters, the plot devices, or anything like that actually scare you. It just does loud cuts uh, that to try to make you jump. And uh, some of them made me jump. I mean, yeah, I jumped a couple times. But that's not that's not fear. That's not actual scariness. That's just, oh, oh loudness that suddenly cut in. Um, and so this movie was not scary. It was not scary at all. Not creepy, not eerie not tense nothing it wasn't scary at all um the little girl not remotely scary in fact laughable i think she i think uh and i i i don't mean to to pick on a little girl i don't think it's just her fault i think it's the writing i think it's the directing uh it was laughable it was silly it was goofy not scary at all and it's supposed to be i could feel that it was supposed to be this dread of uh, of this daughter who's come back. It's, that's a spoiler, but you know this going into the movie. This daughter has come well, back to life. No, you don't, actually. Uh, the daughter in the book does not come back. It is not her. It's the son. Yes, um, but so that was an I interesting believe twist. that's in the trailers, is it not? It, will, it I Now, I, I've heard that. I didn't watch any. I try to stay away from trailers as much as possible. Um, so, so you might be right. So I did not know about the twist. I had my my jaw hit the floor when they killed her instead because there's a scene, you know, again, for, for everybody, like like Daniel said, we're, we're going to talk some spoilers in this one. So if you haven't seen it, you really want to um, just we're going to hit some spoilers in this. But um, but there's there's a scene where you think that it's about to kill the boy as it did in the book. And I, and I was waiting for it. the whole movie, waiting for it, um, ready for it to, to happen. And and then it it pivoted on me. And I really so maybe I just was kind of swept away by the surprise of that. But I really liked it. And I actually think that the girl I think she did a good job with what was given to her. There were a couple times where she was it was corny. Um, so how she played things. So but. your whole reaction to that is, is that's valid, and that's because you read the book. Uh, I had absolutely yeah, true. no emotion, none. Yeah, no surprise, no shock. I knew it was coming oh, from so the second the movie started, and I don't believe it's. I, I, it was. I didn't even know that that was a twist. It was just what I was. What was coming for the entire film. Yeah, that was that. I knew that that moment was well, coming from the moment the movie started all the way up till there. I was waiting on the little girl to die, and so well, maybe that's why I was. Maybe that's why I liked it. Weirdly, and again, similarly, it's it's just it's interesting, you know, taste wise how some of these things work. Like, I was you know one hundred percent percent expecting the boy to die. I was expecting Gage to die. They have him. Um, you know, they, they have trucks are seen throughout the whole movie. There's bunches of dreams. And, and that's, that's kind so of what you mean by the, by you know the exactly jump, what's going to happen. Scare. And, and so I, this is why I kind of actually appreciated it. And again, maybe I'm reading my source material into it that I just really did connect with. Um, but I actually thought that because we knew that all of this was coming, it wasn't, 
it, like I could actually appreciate it as foreshadowing more than like why are these trucks going all over the place all the time? Like I was, I, cause I was never, you're right in suspense. Like, like, Oh my gosh, you know, there's the, you know, what's about to happen. I knew it was coming. And that actually for me was part of the dread was they're about to kill this little baby of, you know, this two year old toddler who's, who's toddling out into the road. Um, and I, I actually really liked their use of that. But again, it's, it's, we know it's coming. And so maybe I just went with it, but I, I actually thought that was really effective for me. Well, that's awesome that you had that experience. I definitely did not because I, I, I saw, I mean, like you just said, they're, they're showing trucks flying down the road the whole time. So I know the little girl dies. I see trucks flying down the road the whole time. Okay. So I know exactly what happens to the little girl. Um, and so I, I knew with, with one exception, which I guess we're already in spoiler territory, but yeah. with one with, with one exception, I knew everything that was going to happen in this movie. The one exception yeah. being the very, very, very end. Uh, that th- is that in the book? Not in that way. Okay, no, not in that way. So that uh, it's it's actually way more brutal in the book. Interesting. Uh, in in the book, the two year old boy is so he's the one Gage, uh, Gage, right? Gage is the one who turns. Um, and, and I was really, honestly, I was wondering how they were going to pull that off. How, they're, how are they going to get this two-year-old kid? You know, is it just going to be just horrible CG throughout this whole movie? And this, so, again, maybe it was just my expectations of that were super low, too, that we get, oh, she can talk. But we do get the boy in the in the movie talking, and he basically, like, he, he does, you know, a lot of the, the same killing that, that the girl does. Um, but if I'm remembering right, he, like, fully zombifies, like, he, he like, half eats his mom oh, like wow. it's it's really messed up um in and, and, and in a very much you know kind of like the the whole you know you're my mom i came from you now i'm going to eat you kind of a thing and so it's it's super it's super disturbing especially because it's this two-year-old who's doing it and talking where he's not really supposed to talk as well as he does um and he knows more you know than than he should he talks about her past like her sister talks See, about everything like, I saw that her you're describing hell. is yeah sounds really fascinating and really dreadful and terrifying and maybe I, I wonder if i just read my read that into it like i put had that on none my, my of this of terror it. i had oh, none of this dread that yeah. sounds i mean that sounds disturbing but it like in a in a entertaining and in a compelling way in a compelling yeah. way that yeah. nothing about this film was compelling there was none of that dread there was none uh, it it was just so generic the, all the fear like i said you just described something that was very frightening yeah none of that is in this film the only yeah. thing that's frightening are these repeated over and over and over and over and over and over and over again jump scares. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so boring. That's such a cheap way to make a horror film. And I will say those are directly out of the book. I, 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 so again, maybe I forgave him on that one too. It is, they will be like, and as much as a book can jump scare you, you know, which it's hard to do, you know, they will be talking and it's, it's almost like page one. I, I don't have the book near me. Otherwise I'd try and pull it out, but it's, it's, they move there, they get there. And immediately, just like in the book it is they're they're on this weird bend in the road where they in like something blocks sound. So you cannot tell that a, a truck is coming. Um, and it happens multiple times. And, and, and so again, maybe I, I read into it that it didn't feel, feel like a jump scare as much as it was like, Oh, they took that right out of the book. I was expecting that going in. Um, what I didn't like, so one of my, my major criticisms of the, of the movie, um, I, I hated, um, the sister stuff, which is in the book, but it's much more subtle in the book. And it's so like, this seemed like they were trying to put the shining in or, or a haunted house movie into this. This is not a supernatural. None other than, of that is in the book. 
it is as as subtext. Hmm. Um, it is yeah, not. That, all, that was all garbage. That was so stupid. I, I, and, yeah, and, and weird body horror stuff. And it was unne- like it felt so yeah. unnecessary. Like there was. I, agreed. I was curious if that was in the book because everything having to do with her sister had nothing to do with this movie no. other than she feared death. Which is but, why she doesn't want to talk to her daughter about it. Yeah. Who doesn't like, fear death? Like, exactly. you know, like, well, exactly. who cares? That, and, that was so and that's pointless. What the, right. Oh, no. And, and that's that's where, like, when I said this is not a perfect movie, that was my main thing is that felt so forced in there yes. to make it more horror-y. Like, oh, that's gross. Oh, that's yep. messed up. Um, That stuff is not at least not as ham fisted in, in the book as it is here. Like we definitely learn about it. It's part of her backstory. It's why not that she fears death. It's, but it's why she fears talking about it. It's why she fears she does. She wants to shelter her daughter yeah. in a way that she wasn't. Um, and, and they, and they don't do that well in, yeah. in the book or in the movie at all. Um, and it, and it made us feel like it's a haunted house movie yeah. when it's not. Yeah. The, and actually part of the terror of the book is that, there's only this one supernatural thing, and it's a it's a horrible one. Yeah. But there's only this one thing. It's not a hotel that's trying to kill you. It's not you know killer clowns in yep. the sewers. It's just this one thing, and they're trying too hard almost to make it feel it like, but it that didn't work. Didn't either. work at all. So no. Well, I don't think we need to talk much more about this film. Unless is, is there anything else you wanted to kind of talk about? I think I like some of the other things. And again, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Stephen King fan. They, there's, there's a random mention of a St. Bernard dog that has rages. Like John Lithgow is, is saying it at her birthday party right in the background. He just said, Oh, did you hear about that St. Bernard dog who went crazy over in Derry? That's Cujo. And, and there's some, there's some other references throughout the, the movie. That was the biggest one. Um, I really, um, I really, I, I would just echo. I really like Jason Clark. Yeah. He's great. He, he does a great job in it. Um, his raw emotion in the movie is so well played. Um, and, and opposite John Lithgow, which in the book, the, they're, they're, those two characters are really good friends and, and they, he spends a lot more time developing the relationship because in this one, it's like, oh, they just know each other and he helped him bury his cat one time. Um, and then he drugged him to bury his daughter so she could be resurrected. Like it, it, that I think was an under underplayed or underdeveloped relationship. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I'll say, I really like Church, uh, the cat. Yeah, I he's thought good. that, yeah, meaning meaning like in fact I think they did a better job in this than the than the book does visually because Church in the in the book doesn't have a role in her death, and I think Church has a role in her death. Yeah, in yeah. This, like he's luring her into the road, definitely. You know, which which I think was really interesting and and well played. Um, and just randomly, I liked I liked that uh, she holds him up to John Lithgow and says it's Winston Churchill, and that, and yeah. John Lithgow who plays him says, "Oh, I think I know of him." Yeah, uh, that was dumb. I mean, it, I it get was it, stupid, but, but I was yeah. like, you know, whatever, eh, whatever, it's fine. All right, well, so yeah, that's all I've got. Well, I think our answers are pretty clear, but real fast, Tyler, should people see? Well, okay, we've already. Di- We've already been in spoiler <laughs> territory. This. If you haven't seen it, then sorry, you listened too <laughs> yeah. long. I don't know why you. I would say uh, if you have seen it and and felt like Daniel did, um, read the book, uh, and whether that makes you see the movie differently or not, uh, like because again, I I actually think now that we're talking about it, um, I really think my reading of the book must have informed my viewing yes. of the movie for good or bad, um, and so if if you didn't like this movie or even if you're just intrigued, go read this book. It is a scary scary book the shining and cujo and others get a bad rap for being freaky this is a scary book so see it so. in theaters just for no, continuity rent it 
if, if you're like a serious Stephen King fan and just want to see it, I say go for it. But I, I it's, this is a Netflix movie otherwise. Yeah, I say, um, you know, it's not straight up garbage. Uh, I would say, yeah. you know, but even calling it a Netflix film, I think is a little generous. I, I, I say skip it. I, I, for me, it's I just didn't enjoy it at all. So I a rare skip it for Daniel. We don't I don't <laughs> I don't give those out very often. But uh, yeah, just not not a big fan. So. All right, well, that about does it for this double feature. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for our reviews of Shazam and Pet Cemetery. As always, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. You can find us on Facebook, search the Screeners Podcast. We want to hear from you. We want to engage with you. Let us know what you thought of Shazam and Pet, Pet Cemetery. While you're at it, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. If you're enjoying the, the podcast, please leave us a rating. It helps other people discover the show, and it's extremely helpful. You can also subscribe while you're there. If you don't like the show, I'm so sorry, but you just listened to like an hour and a half long show, so <laughs> joke's on you if you didn't enjoy it. So uh, with that... And leave us a review anyway. Yeah, this yeah. well, maybe don't leave us a review, but <laughs> we will see you next time for our review of Hellboy and The Missing Link. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.